Hi everyone, this is Crafts and People, the podcast from Berlin where I, Daria, talk to the modern-day craftsmen, the people who decided to earn money with their creative passion. This time my guest is Greta Boltoni, a set designer from Italy who moved to Berlin many years ago and who combines making macrame bags with her main job on all those different sets. Yes, everyone seems to be into macrame these days, which is really surprising for me. I thought it died out in the 80s, but nope, it's alive and cool. As always, head to this podcast Instagram or Greta's own to see her work. It's all linked in the description. So um, I'm Greta, I'm um, I'm set designer <laughs> and I originally come from Italy, but I've been living here in Berlin for uh, six years almost. Uh, I came here actually to do my master in stage design and uh, performing space. Um, and then things just start to develop in different fields. So originally it's more theater and doing costume and stage design, but then automatically went also to do just set, to create pop-up, to build stuff, uh, to to do for film, production design, art direction. So actually kind of broad, always kind of taking care of the space. Like I would say like working and developing spaces but in different fields. Uh-huh. So it's not just stage, but it's also like normal interior design, isn't it? Because I think that's also what your one of your websites says. Yeah, uh, and also production design, which is actually like called also scenography, but also with the word scenography, some people like, it's like, what? What is that? It's actually more related to film and video. And there, there are so many subcategories where actually you just create, you take care of the props or you just create the set or you think about the set or you order the element for the set. So it's like uh, very, it goes very, very specific. So I just said usually set design, stage design. Okay. Uh, but apart from that, you also do some other stuff. You've started doing uh, macrame during Corona, I guess. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, for a project two years ago, um, we had to make a huge like texture uh, wallpapers made out of fabric for an event and we ordered we decided to make some parts with uh, with some macrame ropes so I had them in my in a box like here um, where I where I work at home and I just uh, decided that I wanted to experiment a little bit and try some nuts and actually I just watched some basic like uh, I found in YouTube and some blogs they, they were teaching how to make the basic nuts that actually with those basic stuff you can do most of the pieces of macrame and then one day I just decided, okay, with this uh, basic square knot, I can actually make a bag. And so started. I was at home doing nothing because all the event got canceled. And I just try. I was trying to find a way to occupy my time. So when Corona hit you, you were sitting here in Berlin. And uh, why did you decide to move here? Because you're originally from Italy, right? Yes, exactly. So. Um, I, I could already speak German because I started in high school and I just wanted to improve the language. So actually, since I was like in high school, I was like, okay, I do my bachelor in Italy, but then I would like to go to Germany. And then Germany just became Berlin, probably also for the vibe, for the art scene. And it was just a, a city that I always associated with some creative aspect. And and then I just look, I want, just wanted to move to Berlin. So I tried to find a master that was fitting my my ideas and my wishes and I found it uh, and actually I got accepted and then I moved like five days before starting when I go back home people like still don't understand what I do they don't understand how can I work from home and like they ask me so are you working today and maybe I'm just done with a project and it's like 
okay, today you're not working, so what are you actually doing? And I don't understand the project-based way of working. But yeah, here it's, it's possible what I do and it exists and no one looks at you in a weird way. And it's also is accepted of the like interdisciplinarity to not just stick to one field, but to, to try different stuff and to, to be good at it and not ne- necessarily just say, oh, I do only this thing. But So you work as a freelance stage designer, if I understand correctly. Yeah, exactly. So I'm freelancing since 2018. Since last year, I've been, I'm working like in a in a duo, I would call it. Like most of the project, I, I share it with a friend of mine. So in that case, it's still like as a fr- as working as a freelancer. We were now making all the the paper and the bureaucracy like uh, German way, so to, to be cut to become a GBA, so that we can actually then uh, um, be two two people, two freelancers working together as a as a company. Mainly for the part regarding theater, so that means you don't have any security. And you just have to to work and develop your network and take any possibility. Um, so you work with more like smaller uh, theater production and films or, or what, what is the sphere you work in? After my studies, like what is typical, you usually apply as an assistant and apply the Theater Bremen. So like uh, one of the main theater in Bremen. And then I made some connection there and I'm con- currently working on the third piece. So it's like I did two, one dance uh, piece, then one uh, like with actors. And now I'm preparing, just yesterday I had to send the drawing for the piece and the premiere is going to be on the 16th of January. So it's like you actually work almost six months in advance. And um, so when Corona hit, what happened to you? So you were completely out of work, I assume. So last year I was working was in this co-working space that it was more than a co-working space. I don't know if you heard about it, it was Girl Girls. It was a space for women uh, working in, the crea- in creative fields. And there I was working in a set designer, but also in the event production and stuff. And we were planning a huge, uh, a huge plan for 2020. We actually were like a team of five. And suddenly, like uh, Corona and all hit, and all the event, of course, got cancelled or at least postponed. Actually, we managed to do something in June, but in a small, like a smaller version of what we planned. So fortunately, the client was a, a client that really wanted wanted to work with us. So it went through, but still, compared to what was planned uh, in December 2019, it was completely different what we did at the end in June. So what happened is that, like from March. I was at home, zero project, everything canceled. I actually, I had to, I was supposed to work as a set designer for a, for a podcast uh, festival that was supposed to happen in June uh, on an island here close to Berlin. And of course that got canceled. And now we have a, a date for 2021, but you know, it's like in that moment, you don't have anything in your hands you, you have as a freelancer I mean as a freelancer of course you get help by the state like I think we are very lucky to live in Germany because uh, financially you, you can get help but still uh, as a creative I was there at home I was like okay what do I do so you decided to start your macrame bags just to to do something yeah it was just uh, I was at home uh, I was sharing my like, flat with my boyfriend and he was doing home office so I had in front of me someone at the desk sitting being super productive from 8 30 till at least five that six. sounds really annoying <laughs> yes <laughs> it was like okay what should I do uh and then I decided to make some some drawings. Then I did like I painted a little bit. Like I just did all the stuff that I usually really like, but 
I don't do unless it's a it's a, it's a project because that's also the point when you work and it's your hobby what you do at the end you end up doing what you like but then not just sometimes something for yourself so I decided to to experiment a little in macrame but at the same time I was like taking some courses in uh, online courses about business and then um, doing some I found in Adobe there were some free um, courses for uh, illustration illustrator and I started to make drawings really experiment in, in any field actually to try to find other way to earn money while enjoying the, the activity itself so that was actually fun I actually I, I didn't feel bored at all during quarantine I, ha I had my routine I create like a to the list and I was filling my day with activities and workshop and online workshop. And oh, that's good. So you've uh, come to make a couple of uh, macrame bags. Did you decide to sell them straight away? Or did you just try doing them for yourself? Yeah, I first did it for myself. And actually, also because I wanted to create a set for set photography. So I decided to make the bag first and then to create like a little set with some flowers and like a background with outer fabric. And then some friends were like, oh, my God, I want it. How can you do it? One for me. And like at the beginning, it's like, yeah, it's just a friend who is just enthusiastic. But then I once was wearing it, I, I meet with a friend and a friend of her was like, oh, my God, I want it. And I thought, yeah, huh? like like everyone else did and then she actually asked for my contact and said please can you do it when you have time i can pay you and that was actually my first official client that feels really good doesn't it yeah totally because you're like okay i just do it for myself because i like it and i'm having fun and then it turned out like three other people actually wanted and are willing to pay of course like as it should be but like uh, of course i don't underestimate what i do but at the same time you know i that's not my main business or work now I kind of have to um, understand how to deal with it like uh, because I of course I, I get a lot of projects in the field that I'm actually in so like set design and stage design and then should that be just a, like a free time hobby or should I develop it if it has potential and now like I'm thinking about it I'm trying to develop like a, a concept behind it and making like for example a logo all those stuff like if it needs a website if I have the capacity also I have to evaluate if the the request uh, grows then I need help to do it because it for each bag it takes almost three to four hours I tried to experiment a little bit with illustrator and then I actually made some drawings and some people actually wanted it and it's like I actually opened an Etsy account but um, actually at the first time I put it as a to the option to download it and I think that didn't work but it's also I think everything is good as you know is you test it you before you make a, a whole collection of things make a test and I put online one drawing and people were asking oh but could you actually print it and then I realized okay that's what people actually want so it, it's good to test and to have like a prototype and and try it out before making a whole business concept probably you really juggle three different things so illustration macrame and your main job as stage designer was it always how you imagined your work life to be uh, <laughs> good question uh, i don't know i actually didn't think so much probably when i choose my study about work probably also because coming from italy my parents were like just study what you like because you will never find a job <laughs> and that was like okay thank you that's not really promising but that was like you know prizes in italy and it's probably also one of the reasons why i stayed in, Ber in berlin and i like 
art in all its way like so with the bags uh do you still make them or have you just has it just been a corona project were you able to actually uh get new clients and earn something with them yeah i still uh develop it like a little bit the design to have like actually a good a good product so i the first three that i sell then now i'm like still testing different type of ropes because this is also the point i was so the first girl that i sell it to i actually told her like this is like an organic cotton so i have been using mine for like four months so i've been testing but you know i also want to sell a product that is good and i maybe i can test it like for one year and see actually what happens if the rope gets damaged or like those stuff so i actually told her okay, I accept your money and please, if in one year it's completely destroyed, please come back and I can make a new with other ropes because I don't know the quality of the fabric. And yeah, I decided to go for like organic, like recycled cotton ropes, but probably I found better ones that are still like cotton and organic, maybe not recycled and have a different texture because it's a little bit stronger. It doesn't get damaged so quickly as the other. So it's like developing the design, understanding how many knots it needs, and like also trying to make a bigger version and a smaller version of it. Um, where did you get the rope, by the way? So organic, recycled cotton sounds very fancy Berlinish. I think that that was the right pitch. Yeah, it was a, it was a, a shop. I was following this girl on Instagram. She sells in uh, and she has a website and she. Like she gets really qu uh, good quality ropes and, and I really like it, but I think probably maybe it's better for macrame pieces or for hanging plants or wall decor. There's a macrame decor that you have uh, hang on the walls. And I think a bag especially like needs to, to, to be strong. And if you put some weight, it doesn't need to get damaged or like develop some little, little, like, how do you, how do you call it? Little balls on the ropes and then it's not nice anymore. Or if it gets dirty, how can you wash it? If it's, cotton maybe i should wash it before so that if, if you wash it like with 30 degrees it doesn't get smaller so it's like all those things that, you, that i need to test before actually thinking about selling a product but it's good also to to maybe make a good price at the beginning and kind of still earn the the right amount of money but for a, a cover material and at least the working hour before like saying oh this is the best bag and then six months later, it looked like a mess. Then I prefer to invest some time in um, in testing and researching and also understanding how much can I actually develop this project, if it's just a phase or if it's something that I want to keep on doing. Um, but it's fun, it's exciting. Mm -hmm. So, so far you're in the testing phase and you don't actually know where it will go, but maybe it will be your little thing that you'll maybe also do with someone together. Yes, exactly. I have them anyway uh, linked on my webpage, like so that people understand. And it's like a main um, job as a set designer or so, how do we want to call it? But then I have other projects. And for example, there I have a link to some illustration I did to start to the macrame project. And I like it this way till now. So um, you said you were selling those bags. Are you selling them on Instagram or Etsy or, or where? Yes, I till now I was selling like um, through DM. So people were contacting me also because I didn't have uh, a huge range of model or of color. But at home I had different robes. So I was actually then asking the person how do they want it, which color, which model. So it was actually needed a little bit of... Um, communication so it's not like i have a model already there but people order it and then i develop it i actually think some people really like stuff being made for them yeah apparently i think 
already the handmade and the aspect of like uh, not coming from a huge brand in Berlin, it's a big thing. Like there is a lot of second hands and stuff. And I think to have the idea that actually someone that you know is making something with their hands and you can actually choose and be part and say, no, actually, well, like this color or that is really get personalized. And probably those, that's also a nice aspect of it. And you also know the person has also paid in the right way. So they, there is no bad things behind that product. In Berlin, it can really feel the tide turning. People really are changing their buying habits, I think. I mean, what I've been thinking about a lot recently is that throwing something out is never actually for free. Like you still pay for trash recycling anywhere. Either you pay directly and it's included in your house bill or you pay for like your stuff to be recycled if it's big or it is indirectly taken from the city budget. So the stuff that could have been spent on, I don't know, better parks, is going to be spent on recycling and we all end up paying for it since we're all paying taxes in the city. No, it makes total sense. How was it deciding to work with your friend, by the way? Like you often hear that starting a business with a friend can be <laughs> a bit problematic. Like, was it a tough decision for you? It, it came naturally. Yeah, exactly. We work together because we are friends, because we, we met through friendship, but this is not the reason why we work together. We just started like this and we realized that Working together work even better because every concept, there is no no separation between what I said and what she says. It's like I put something on the table and she comes with something else. And some somehow in one hour, a concept is done by simply talking. And we're like, we have a similar aesthetic and we, we like the same way. And it's like, it's uh, one of those... Um, like partnership, we don't have to discuss about things because it's for us the minimum, you know, like being organized and being responsible. I, I can trust her completely. And like, and the, of course, and the funny part is we need really to separate and we separate also maybe the way we are, it's completely different when we work and when we go out as friends. We now also just came back from a trip together and we were together with both of our boyfriends as a group of friends. And we were like, hey, we don't talk about work. And then we had like a moment, I was like, hey, can we have a meeting? So it was like suddenly super professional. And then we have to stop. Otherwise we hang out on Saturday night and we talk about work. Some people say like, hey, may get two, two phones separate, one for work and one for private life. But for example, the last production for this movie, we were, I was getting called at Friday evening, Saturday at 9 p.m. There is not the, like the concept of, nine to five job so when you're in production you are in production and that was it the next one will actually come out sooner next saturday november the 14th and from then saturday will be the day not tuesday also don't forget to subscribe to my instagram and facebook to keep updated on the news because there will be some good ones really soon goodbye and stay safe and creative the podcast was created by me Darius suharchuk and the jingle is courtesy of my friend nikolai shabanov <laughs>